Karaoke with your co-workers is no longer compulsory in South Korea. And some protesting high school students in South Africa are demanding smoke breaks on campus. And a San Francisco board is rebranding some crime lingo. For instance, convicted felon will be changed to justice-involved person. These are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Weird AF News. That's right. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I am your host, Jonesy. Let's enjoy this time together. Karaoke with your colleagues is no longer compulsory in South Korea. That's strange. Why would you be made to sing karaoke with your coworkers? It sounds like a fun time to me, but not when it's required. I want to voluntarily sing. <laughs> Typically... After-work gatherings in South Korea are as follows. You go out drinking, have dinner. Then you go to a, an airless room that has a karaoke machine. You sing with your boss. You sing with your coworkers. People are forced into ballads <laughs> before being allowed to stumble home in the early hours. Karaoke parlors imported from Japan in the early 90s and originally intended as entertainment for teenagers and families did brisk business with drunk office workers in South Korea. Yes. But things are changing. And now work patterns and social tastes are pushing norebang out of business. What's norebang? Well, it's um, these karaoke singing rooms as they're known in South Korea. You can find... Uh, in uh, Koreatown here in Los Angeles, uh, norebang rooms as well. I had never seen this word before until I moved to L.A. So apparently the government recently restricted the working week to 52 hours, cutting off the, the late-night gallivanting. Growing awareness among employers of sexual harassment and other bad behavior in the dark basements of these karaoke lounges also means that more and more dinners are wrapping up early. It is slowly becoming more acceptable for employees to say no to group activities, as a matter of fact, after work, spend more time alone or with their friends. Industry analysts expect the decline in the number of Noribang, which has been accelerating for a couple of years, to speed up. More than 1,400 of them shut in 2018. Similar trends are afoot in Japan as well, the home of karaoke, where desperate owners have reportedly resorted to renting out their unused parlors as temporary offices during the daytime. I guess this off after-work activity of singing karaoke is just kind of disappearing, is what it seems like, at least in certain Asian countries. I, I, I'm all for karaoke after work. I mean, I love it. The article says karaoke is not dying. South Koreans are relieved that their careers no longer hinge on jangling a tambourine for their tone-deaf bosses. But many still like to use their newly won spare time for singing. So what they're saying is I guess they go on their spare time, but they're just not going so much with, the, with their boss. I mean, I don't know if you really want to see your boss sing. A lot of bosses think they're real good singers and they're just terrible. And then you got to pretend that you like their singing. Good job. Way to do that, Bon Jovi. Alice. <laughs> It's always tricky when you go out into uh, you know social settings with your boss and fellow employees, right? I haven't done, I haven't really had a a boss per se in a while. I've been self-employed, um, but I remember back then. 
I was very young and I didn't care that I would and I'd get shit faced, as we say, in Boston in front of my managers, whatever. I actually worked with some real degenerates, though, so it really didn't matter um, in the industry I was in. But I'd imagine if you go into if you're like part of a respectable organization, you don't want to make a fool of yourself. There's a lot of pressure for you to have some cocktails. Maybe you maybe you are afraid because, you know, you might, uh, you know, lose your shit after too many cocktails and maybe embarrass yourself and. Who knows what that could lead to? Or maybe you'll sleep with one of your coworkers or your boss or whatever, whatever, and that's that's a it's problematic as well. I'd imagine situations like this, karaoke in a basement with some soju would lead to some uh, who knows, fondling in the bathroom. I have no idea. I'm just imagining stuff like this must happen. Kinda risky. How do you guys feel about it, my fellow weirdos? Are you pro getting drunk with your coworkers and boss? Are you like, it's okay with the coworkers, but not with my managers? Any of you have a weird story about how all of that might have went wrong? <laughs> yes, we were singing a duet to Bohemian Rhapsody, my manager and I, but then next thing you know, we were making out. And, I mean, those things must happen, I'd imagine. Call Weird AF News. Share with me your story and or opinion. That's what we're here for, right? 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. Protesting high school students are demanding smoke breaks. Oh, this is out of South Africa. Roseville Secondary School pupils in a place called Umzinto KwaZulu-Natal. Oh, I think I nailed that. I want to do it again just because I'm impressing myself. Umzinto KwaZulu-Natal. Did I say that right? I know I got some fans in South Africa. They've written to me. Anyways, these students have refused to attend classes because they're demanding a designated smoking area on the school grounds. And the education department has denied them this. So, this past week, education spokesperson Kwasi Mathautwa told the media... If their demands were to be met, it would be a world's first. We are not aware of any other country in the world that would even consider such a request by the students for their own smoking area. Our attitude to smoking is that it cannot add anything to the health of the pupils or the quality of the learning. It will lead to a total breakdown of discipline at the school as well, let alone the impact on the pupils. The media reported that pupils had demanded a smoke break between 8 and 9 at a designated area on school grounds. One hour smoke break? Or they want the smoke break to be within that time zone? Make it a 15-minute smoke break? What do you think? What's fair here? We don't want the kids to smoke too much, but let's let them have a cigarette. <laughs> I'm all for it. No, I'm not for this. This is weird. I don't think the school should cater to this request, to be honest with you. You know, not at that age. You're not getting a smoking area designated to you for your little smoke break when you're 14 years old. It's not happening, South Africa. I don't know what you're into over there, but just chill. Freaking chill. They said they had refused to attend classes, these kids. And their next course of action was a protest on school grounds. Now, the legal smoking age in South Africa was was 18. Uh, and I guess that's pretty common around the world, right? Um, 
In the U.S., it's 18 for the most part, except for I know the state of New York raised it to 21, which I think is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, and I think that's a good cutoff there. 18, perfect. You want a smoking area designated? Well, if you're an 18-year-old student there, maybe you can smoke. We'll let you go in the corner of the parking lot away from the other kids. <laughs> Under 18, you're not getting a smoking area. You're out of your mind. <laughs> Why don't you ask for a place to do DMT at recess while you're at it? I mean, that's just unreasonable. Well, the DMT example is a little over the top, but you get what I'm saying here. I can't even believe they've come up with this idea. Like, what world are they living in that they think, now we're going to protest. They'll give us a smoking area. And and I'm I'm hoping they'll build a bar in the cafeteria as well. That's next on the agenda. And how about a red light district somewhere between, you know, the the music room and the gym? I mean, what do you think's going on, South Africa kids? Smoking is a terrible habit. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't need to tell you. You guys know this, but, uh, you know. I'm not all for children seeing other children smoke and then thinking that, you know, oh, this is a thing. Let's do, let's all do this. I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, children are seeing adults smoke and, you know, maybe their parents or people in their family smoke. I was surrounded by smokers as a kid and I thought it was gross and that kind of influenced my non-smoking lifestyle. But I'd imagine other people have a different reaction to it. You're surrounded by adults smoking. You think it might be cool. Maybe that'll influence you. Certainly, if you see your peers smoking and it's totally thumbs up from the administration, you're going to be more likely to try it. So, no. It's a bad idea. Roseville Secondary School. Pupils. What do you think? The parents of these kids, by the way? What, what? I'm blaming them. You, you let, let your kid not go to class because they want a smoking area. L- allow your kid to protest and not go to class because they would like a smoking area. You, My kid tries some of that shit. No way. Not happening. Gotta knock some sense into these kids with your words, not your fists. I'm not gonna say beat the kids. Come on now. Weird AF News doesn't condone this sort of behavior. You need to get these kids in order though. You will go to class and you will take that cigarette out of your mouth. If you want to chew tobacco, that's no problem. (laughs) No, that's not okay. If you struggle like me to get gifts for people that are really going to stand out in the crowd, then you're going to want to check out pranksanonymous.com. You can prank a deserving loved one on any occasion, fast and easy and affordable and anonymous with pranksanonymous.com. I got a bag of dicks sent to me, not anonymously. It was a fan of Weird AF News, but I really loved the gift because it stood out. I got a few birthday gifts, not many. But I got a few, and that one is memorable. A bag of dicks. You can send that to a friend. Send a bag of boobs. Send a glitter bomb to somebody. They got poop glitter, sperm glitter, dick glitter. The biggest glitter bomb in the world, the mega glitter bomb. Unbelievable. Bag of boobs, a frustration box. I mean, all of these pranks are fabulous. And your gift is going to stand out among the crowd. Don't you want to do that? Yes, pranks are the best. So much fun. And there are opportunities to create lovely Instagram videos as well when the prank is happening and you happen to be there. Pranksanonymous.com. Use promo code WeirdAFNews and get 10% off 
your first order from anything on the entire Pranks Anonymous store website. Go to PranksAnonymous.com for amazing, fun pranks at low prices. I promise you, the person's going to love it. In an attempt to sanitize some crime lingo, a San Francisco administration has rebranded convicted felon as justice-involved person. (laughs) Justice-involved. I was involved in justice. Yeah, that's what happened. That's much different than convicted felon. And by the way, calling them uh, (laughs) a justice-involved person doesn't delineate what side of the justice they were on. So, a little vague, San Francisco? Not helpful. But let's see what the article says. That's just my initial opinion from the title. Crime-ridden San Fran has introduced new sanitized language for criminals, getting rid of words such as offender and addict, while changing convicted felon to justice-involved person. (laughs) Justice. (laughs) (laughs) A convicted felon? You could have murdered somebody. I heard he has a sketchy past. He murdered somebody. Well, no, no, that's not clear. He's a justice-involved person. That means he may not have been the murderer. He may have... He may have caught the murderer. (laughs) He was involved in some justice. We're not sure. Yeah, but I'm looking at him, and he looks like he's on the other side of justice. (laughs) Well, we'll never know. (laughs) The Board of Supervisors has adopted the changes last month, even as the city reels from one of the highest crime rates in the country. And staggering inequality exemplified by pervasive homelessness alongside Silicon Valley wealth. The local officials say the new language will help change people's views about those who commit crimes. Do we need to change people's views about those who commit crimes? Is this problem-solving behavior to you? I don't know. I took some sociology courses, and I'm going to say this is not problem-solving behavior, but that's just me. I think if you're out there committing crimes, our view of you as someone who commits crimes is pretty damn accurate. You want to change my view? Change your behavior. Not the words, the labels of what you've been doing. Change your behavior and I will change my view of you, criminal. It's ridiculous. According to the San Francisco Chronicle, from now on a convicted felon or offender released from custody will be known as a formerly incarcerated person or a justice-involved person or just a returning resident. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. So, I hear you're dating a um, a jailbird here, huh? <laughs> no, he's a returning resident. <laughs> fresh, fresh out of prison? No, fresh into a new home. <laughs> I'm a formerly incarcerated person. Yeah, that makes sense. I, that's what we call people, formerly incarcerated persons. Returning resident? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to call him that. A juvenile delinquent will now be called a young person with justice and system involvement. A young person with justice system involvement. (laughs) That could be anything. That could mean you interned at the courthouse. Get out of here, San Fran. You're out of your mind. Or or they'll they'll also be called a young person impacted by the juvenile justice system. (laughs) That's a mouthful. A young person impacted by the juvenile. I love how we just... Let's create some terms that constantly shift the responsibility off the individual. That way when they stab me and steal my bank account. Yeah. I had no shot of seeing that coming. 
I thought that, I thought that, I just thought that they were a young person with some justice system involvement. I didn't realize the involvement was stealing. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm a victim. Here's a quote. <laughs> we don't want people to be few, forever labeled for the worst things that they have done. We want them ultimately to become contributing citizens, and referring to them as felons is like a scarlet letter that that they can never get away from. They can get away from it. They can. It's called making change. There, You can change your behavior, for sure. Now, I know these labels are going to follow you around for a little bit, but, you know, if you show a pattern, a new pattern, eventually people will trust you, no matter what your label is. You have to believe in that. There are people who, oh, I've, I've been a cheater. I'm a cheater. I'm a cheater. I'm a cheater. And finally, they find they find themselves in a relationship. Someone trusts them completely. They both trust, and it works out. And then the label becomes moot because the person's now in a new situation, and there's new behaviors involved. Now I know, yes, there's labels. They bounce around. Eh? I'm just gonna take them away like that? <laughs> a returning resident? I'm trying to still formulate what what is my opinion on this. I don't think it's problem solving. I really don't. But maybe I could be convinced otherwise. The article says, This sanitized language, though unlikely to do much to address the crime problem, may result in some convoluted descriptions of crimes in the future. The newspaper noted an individual whose car has been broken into could well be known to police as a person who has come in contact with a returning resident who was involved with the justice system and who is currently under supervision with a history of substance abuse. (laughs) Whoa. The board's approved new language is non-binding with the district attorney endorsing the measure. The mayor, London Breed, hasn't yet endorsed this new language. The mayor's name is London Breed? London Breed! You sound like a superhero. The mayor of San Fran sounds like a superhero. Well, London Breed, I hope, my, my gut is that you should not endorse this new language. That's my gut feeling. But I could be convinced otherwise. I'm open to it. You can make an argument. Call Weird AF News. I would love to hear such an argument. Please do so. On both sides. 646-450-2012. Email me, funnyjones at gmail.com. I'd love to know your take on such things. Did I get too angry there? I don't know. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, my weirdos. What's up? I hope you enjoyed the episode. Send me some feedback. Feel free. You got the number. You got the email. It's all good. I'm also on Instagram at Funny Jones, Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I got an email from uh, David Boyd again. He says, okay, Jonesy, you are a hypocrite, sir. A hypocrite. You complain about bad singing on YouTube, bad singing on YouTube, yet you constantly serenade us with the sounds of a hippo getting its anal gland checked by a large elephant. Have a good day, sir. Is it that bad? David Boyd hates my singing. <laughs> God. He says I sound like a hippo getting an anal gland check. Oh, man. 
just for that. A one in a million chains of a lifetime. What do you think about that? I hit you with a one in a million, you. <laughs> hey, look it. I accept the feedback, bad or good. I accept it all, David. Bring it. I want to thank you. Uh, thank Vince Allen, who wrote me on uh, Facebook saying, Jonesy, love the show. Got to check this out. I laughed my ass off. Sent me an article that I already covered. But that's okay. I like it. <laughs> I love when people send me an article. Jonesy, this is for you. It's like, I just did that story yesterday, but okay. <laughs> I'm glad you're a fan of the show. No, seriously, Vince, thank you for reaching out. I appreciate that. Stay in touch. You guys can send me articles anytime, anytime. But, you know, try and listen to the podcast on a daily. That way you know what I have and have not covered yet. You know, that way you're not wasting your time. But I love the love at the end of the day anyways. So just do you, okay? Because if you do you, you'll be doing me. Uh, I don't think that came out right. You get it. You get it. Lastly, I want to bring your attention to something lovely. It's called the Patreon P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. You could support the podcast and get the bonus episode that I uploaded yesterday with me and a comedian friend. An hour and 45 of us doing Weird AF stuff. So funny. Uh, I also uploaded a video. And you can download the Alligators Everywhere song. Why not? Why wouldn't you want that? Pretty easy. Check out the Patreon. Support Weird AF News. Support me supporting you. Huh?